Welcome to Bread of Life Ministries podcast. Our mission is to share the love of Christ. We pray you will be blessed by this message. Beloved, if you believe he's the most high God, why don't you lift up your voice and begin to bless him? Hallelujah. The psalmist says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Is there anybody here who is grateful for the gift of life? Is there anybody here who is grateful for the fact that you are in his presence? The Bible says the steps of a good man, the steps of a good man is ordered of the Lord. How can a man or a woman understand their own way? Beloved, when we thought we were just coming to church, it was the Lord. It is the Lord that ordered our steps. It is the Lord that brought us before his presence. Will you bless the name of the Lord? The psalmist says, I will bless the Lord at all times. I don't know why you are here. Oh, but will you lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord? He says, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Beloved, are you magnifying the name of the Lord? Are you magnifying? What are you magnifying his name for? The psalmist said, when I consider the heavens, the works of your hands, oh, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? Oh, beloved, the Lord is mindful of you. You are on his mind. You are his agenda. Hey, you are on his thought. In the mighty name of Jesus, and his thought concerning your life is not what you are thinking about your life. It's not how you are thinking about how to pay your energy bills. It's not how you are thinking about cost of living crisis. His thoughts are much higher. Somebody say higher. His thought is much higher concerning your life and my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, will you magnify the Lord with me? Oh, yapaya kataya manebros. Hebrea kataya manebros. Will you exalt his name? In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence. Father, we are in your presence. Do that only you can do, Almighty God. Touch and make whole. Bind the brokenhearted. Restore your people. Heal your people. Let a healing balm of Gilead move across this room. Oh, into the highlands, into the valleys, into the mountains. Touch, deliver, set free. In the name of Jesus. Kabra kata. Yema manevros. Kebra kata ya manevros. Kesh kete Oh, your condition, will you surrender unto him? 
Oh, beloved, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Kabra Kataya Yebra Kata, will you live it at his faith this hour? Oh, the mighty one, the mighty one, the mighty one. Oh, you have come to the edge aboard. Kapaya Kata. Oh, you have come to the edge aboard the mighty one in battle. Will you surrender that battle unto him? Will you surrender that battle unto him? That battle that has become too fierce. That battle that has become too complicated. Oh, this hour you have come to the air airport. Eh, the mighty one in battle. Eh, the one who says that you need not fight the battle. All you need is to present yourself. And this hour you have presented yourself. And I see the Lord go ahead of you. I see Jehovah El Kapon. His name, his name, his name. His name is the strong power. And his name goes before him. And the Lord conquers on your behalf. In the mighty name of Jesus. Will you surrender unto him this afternoon? Oh, maybe you are saying, Pastor, I don't have anything to surrender unto him. Oh, he wants your life. He wants the full control of your life. Either he can fight that battle for you. Either he can lead you into rest. Either he can lead you into rest. That he can give you rest on every side. Will you magnify the name of the Lord? Kabra Kata. Yes. Father, we surrender. We say, take your place, Lord. no man can do this afternoon we have not come to see a man but we have come to Jehovah El Shaddai we have come to the possessor of the heaven and the earth the one who speaketh and have the power to bring it to pass our lives surrender unto you. Let your mighty power let your victorious right hand fight for your people. And give them victory over the enemy. Over their accusers over their opposers. Oh, victory belongs to the Lord. Victory belongs to the Lord. And you are more than conqueror. But the victory he won for you, child of God, he is mindful of you. Maybe you are here and you are saying, Pastor, the Lord has forgotten about me. But can a woman forget the child of her suffering? Yes, they may forget. But I, the Lord, I, the Lord, I, the Lord, I, the Lord, will never forget about you. For I have engraved your image on my palm. The Lord looks into his palm. And your pretty face is right there. How can he forget about you?
He's mindful of you. He's mindful of you. Will you give him the worship he deserves? Will you give him the praise he deserves? Will you give him the honor due his holy name? Will you give him the adoration? Will you give him the glory and the power for the John the Revelator say he is ready to receive all honor. He's ready to receive all power. He's ready to receive all blessing. He's ready to receive all riches. Thank you, Father. Now, will you thank God for the person next to you? Will you thank God for their lives? Will you thank God for the victory of God over their lives? You might not know what they are going through, but can you see the victory over their lives? Can you see them come through the other side victorious? I want you to pray for them. Say, Father, because your presence is here, because your power is here, and because your name is in the house, everything that has a name must bow. I see the victory. Beloved, there is nothing he cannot do. And there is nothing he will not do for you. If he left the 99 and came after you, beloved, what will he not do for you? Somebody, will you put your hands together and magnify the name of the Lord? And magnify the name of the Lord. And magnify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord who is on our side, where would we be? Hallelujah. Beloved, it is always a privilege to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. And we want to thank God for your life. Hallelujah. And we want to bless God for his presence in the house. Hallelujah. Somebody will put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Um, I'll continue our series, The Gift in You Today. Praise God. The Gift in You Today. Hallelujah. And from just a recap, from the past three weeks, we've been dealing with the gift of God in you and in me. Praise God. And we said in the previous Sundays that gift is something given voluntarily, praise God, without payment in return. We, we touched on strings attached gifts, but that is not the kind of gift we are talking about. We have also established that the gifts of God are irrevocable, praise God. When God gives a gift, he does not take it off you, praise God. The gift of God are irrevocable, hallelujah. And also, it is given to show of favor, praise God, towards someone or to honor an occasion, praise God. And yes, I think last week I touched on giftings that are given that we don't have to pay anything for, hallelujah. And I cited some few examples in here, hallelujah. And sometimes 
it is free to the recipient. The recipient doesn't have to pay anything, but it costs the giver. Praise God. And last week, we ended the service on thanking God for his indescribable gifts. Hallelujah. So if you look into yourself and myself, there are certain gifts God has given us. You might not value it because you have not developed your gift. Hallelujah. And today we will touch on how our gift can make room for us and bring us also before great men and great women. Praise God. Many a times we say that sometimes you receive gifts and because we don't know the value of the gift or how much troubles that the giver had gone through to present that gift we trivialize it praise god that is how sometimes even in the church the giftings of god upon our lives we trivialize it because we look at prof and we say i am not gifted like prof god has given prof um, some amazing gift and my gift in comparison to prof's gift is nothing praise god so you don't activate the gift you don't put the gift to you you don't develop the gift we also established in this series that giftings of god are always given not in a polished way or a polished form it is given to in a bless you Gideon it is given in a raw stage hallelujah so sometimes many of us our giftings are still raw and because it is still raw we don't see the value and the worth of the gift that is in us hallelujah somebody tell your neighbor you've got to develop that gift hallelujah Paul in his letter to the Timothy's address says that do not neglect the gift. We establish that the gift is not given by man but by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit but it came through the vessel of man. Praise God. He said by the laying off of hands when the elders prayed for you. Hallelujah. They spoke the mind of God. They declared the mind of God over your life. Hallelujah. So sometimes you trivialize the gift because you don't know that the source. Maybe you receive a prophetic word from a man or a woman of God or a deacon or a deaconess and you look at the vessel and you, you neglect the gift. How can God bring such a word through this vessel? And we neglect it but we forget that the person is just a carrier. Hallelujah. He is not the giver of the gift by just the, the carrier of the gift. Hallelujah. So when you don't value, when you trivialize the, the person that is uh, prophesying or giving the gift, but it is through the Holy Spirit, you also trivialize the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we offend, we grieve the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? So today we want to go to the book of Proverbs and we want to see what our gifts can do for us. Many of us, even in this church, some of us have developed our gifts, but we have not tapped into the place and to the point where the gift begins to make room for us. Many a times you look at people who have entered into great places it is not maybe their accent it is not their color it is not their education but it is their gift praise god so in a book of proverbs praise god we want to quickly turn there hallelujah and uh, proverbs chapter number 18 verse number 16 praise god Proverbs 
18, verse number 16. Hallelujah. Somebody said a gift in me. Beloved, we, we will put our gift to work. Hallelujah. And we will develop our gift. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, develop that gift in you. Hallelujah. Develop that gift in you. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter number 18, reading from verse number 16, and from the Amplified Version, it says, a man's gift, giving in love or courtesy, makes room for him and brings him before hallelujah what is simply say that a man's gift gives him or her access and the access a man's or a woman's gift gives him or her it is not before mean or ordinary people are you with me are you with me So when you have developed your gift, when you have activated your gift, when you have used your gift and developed it, you will not appear before ordinary people. But great men and great women. Praise God. What does that tell you and me? Many of us have not seen greatness because we have not developed our gift. It is that very thing God has placed within me and you, it is that that is to bring us into prominence and into relevance. But because maybe you are upset with your wife, you are upset with your husband, upset with their pastor, you decide to hold on to your gift. And many of us, we come to the point and a place in our life where we are hurt. So, we withhold our gift. And the more we withhold our gift, the less we develop our gift. The less our gift becomes meaningful and relevant to us. And the more we operate with ordinary people. Amen. And I'll prove to you in the book of 1 Samuel. Praise God. Let's, let's go there. 1 Samuel chapter number 16. 1 Samuel chapter number 16. Reading from verse number 14. Praise God. Now the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. The spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. Saul now is a king of Israel. Praise God. So the Bible says that as a king... The spirit of the Lord will depart from him. Praise God. So like the, the presence of God and the power of God is no longer operating with him. Praise God. So the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord tormented and terrified him. Praise God. So Saul's servant said to him, Behold, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are here before you to find a man. Somebody say, find a man. To find a man, hallelujah, who plays skillfully. So now, the king's 
servants operating by the spirit of God. When the spirit of God had departed, Saul, his servant said to him, my Lord, we see the evil spirit from God is troubling you. You don't have your peace. Your decisions are out of this place. Your judgment is not normal. It is out of this place. And we know that if the spirit of God is operating with you, you won't make such decisions. Praise God. So now let our Lord find a man who has exercised his gift. A man who has activated his gift. A man who has developed his gift. Hallelujah. And let him do what? Let him play skillfully, not haphazardly, not anyhow. Hallelujah. Let him not just come and like a novice. Let's not find a novice. Let's not find somebody who, who, who wants to learn. Hallelujah. But let us bring in someone who knows his giftings, who can use his giftings to destroy the evil spirit that is tormenting our Lord. So he said, let us find a man who can play skillfully. And if that is your Bible, I want you to underline or highlight the word skillfully. Beloved, whatever gift that God has given you, you cannot operate at the rough stage. You've got to add skill to it. I said to you, when doing the worship and one of the songs we were playing, the the guy was just playing some keys. I don't know what keys he was playing. But in a service, I knew he changed something on the key. And the whole atmosphere changed. If you are in tune with the spirit, you knew that something has shifted in the spiritual realm and in the service. And it was not him trying to find what to do. It was a skill he used to change as many of you did not even notice. Praise God. He said, let us find a man who knows how to exercise his gift, who has developed his gift, who is not a novice. Praise God. But can play skillfully. Because sometimes when we haven't exercised our giftings and we want to show off, we are destroyed before our time. So I said, let us find a man who plays skillfully on the harp. And when the evil spirit from God is on you, he shall play the harp with his hand and you will be well. Thank you, Jesus. So, he's not even talking about the anointing. The anointing making you well. But say the skills he puts in his giftings and his abilities that will make you well. He said that by the way he plays the way he uses his hand and plays the harp, the skills he invent or he used to bring to use his giftings, it will make our Lord the King well. Realize that Proverbs tells us that it is not the anointing that makes room for a man. I know a lot of believers we are anointed, but we don't have opportunity to see great people. He said that by his skillful play, our Lord will be well. How are you developing your gift? 
Amen. How are we? Many of us have trivialized our gifts. We were supposed to be in the company of the great. And beloved, you can't be in the company of the great and remain small. You can never be in the company of the great. I mean, one of the years um, we had a conference. How many remember that saxophonist we had in one of our conferences? I don't remember the year. But this guy was telling me he was in Venezuela and he was playing some gigs somewhere and somebody heard him and said, no, no, no. The way you play your sax, I mean, you must see the president. And he said he came back to London and they exchanged contact. The person called him. They made an arrangement and it was, I think, the president's birthday or something. Then said they bought him a first class ticket for him to come and play for the president. And he said, Pastor, I mean, God blew my mind. The hotel they put me to and the protocol they gave me. Say, I have never, he said, it, it was just mind-blowing. So, I know what God can do with your gift. And since that time, he said his life was actually never the same. Because the people that were inviting him, the level has changed. Praise God. Because it, it was how skillful he played the saxophone, opened doors for him. You can never be in the company of the great and remain small. Bible says, in your light, we shall see light. Amen. So if in his light, we shall see light, and in his greatness, we shall also see greatness. But how are we developing our gifting that he has placed in us that we come into relevance and in greatness? Many of us are wondering, Pastor, what is my gift? How do I develop this gift? Let's read on in 1 Samuel. Praise God. Are you receiving something for today? Praise God. So told his servant, find me a man. All God is looking for is a man or a woman who will develop his gift and he will send the invitation looking for you. You see, David was minding his own business. In the bush somewhere, practicing his gift, developing his gift. He never, you know, he never stayed silent. Anytime he was turning the sheep, he was exercising his gift. He was putting his gift to use. Maybe to the sheep, nobody noticed him. Nobody recognized him. But he was happy for what he was doing. He said, the gift God has given me, I'm not going to neglect it. I'm not just going to trivialize it. Even though sheep are hearing me now, sooner or later, the king himself shall hear me. Hallelujah. I've come to encourage and to declare to somebody, uh, although your beginning is small, your latter day shall greatly increase. If only you will not neglect the giftings and the ability. If only you will not withhold. You know, I've been preaching in the vessel center. Don't wait to become a first lady before you start to organize discipleship classes before you start to organize Sunday school, before you start to even organize the pastor and everything. Hallelujah. While you don't have the first lead title, use your giftings. Whatever God has given you to bless the church, to grow the church, to increase the church, use it. Don't say, when I start my own church. Beloved, and we saw people were waiting to be first ladies to do things and they became first ladies and they couldn't do nothing. 
Because when they were not first ladies, they would not release their potential. So when they became first ladies, they could not still release their potential. Beloved, every ability God has given you, you must use it to the full. I said, every gifting, every grace, every anointing, every talent that God has given you, that gifting can also be the same as talent. It can also be the same as your purpose. It can be the same as your assignment. So whatever your assignment is, it is the skillful execution of that assignment that brings you into relevance and into greatness. David was minding his own business. But somebody will be looking for him. I pray in this month. May somebody look for you. In the name of Jesus. May some, I say, in this month, may somebody look for you. As you are developing your gift, as you are exercising your gift, people might not know you. They might not even know your name. But the God who has placed that gift in you, he is sending people because he knows the, the best, the gift, and where it is, and how beneficial it will be for that person or for that nation or for that country. And he's sending men and women after you. May you develop that gift. May you not neglect that gift. In the name of Jesus, so said, look for me, someone. Look for me. Don't be surprised if your phone begins to ring. Don't be surprised when the WhatsApp messages keep coming. Don't be surprised you open your inbox and there is an email. Men and women are looking for you. Because they have heard and seen the scale with which you do things. Amen. So, so told his servant, find me a man who plays well and bring him to me. One of the young men said, behold, I have seen the son of Jesse and this blessed me. How did he see him? He said, you see a man who is diligent in his skill. He shall not appear before mean people by great people. So, oh my God, God is a master planner. For David's skill to become relevant and to bring him before great men and great women, the Lord will have to cause an evil spirit to torment Saul in order for David to come to prominence. In order for David to come into relevance. In order for David to realize his full potential. That yesterday I was just playing among the sheep. But today I am playing for the peace of my Lord. May that grace and anointing come upon you. Where maybe you are in your one bedroom flat. You are in your single room. Nobody knows you. But God has deposited something greater on the inside of you. Nobody knows your name. The other time, myself and Lady Gifty and Dr. Enki were talking about names. But I've known people, some of our people have very lovely names, praise God. And we were talking about when your gift has made room for you, they learn to pronounce your name. So when greatness meets greatness, they spend time 
and they do the phonetics. They let people teach them how to pronounce that name. Some of you, they have shortened your name, but it's coming to the full mention. Amen. When you have exercised your gift to that level, they will learn. If it means that they get your countryman to pronounce your name. Now, Saul is saying, find me. I pray this month you will be found in the name of Jesus. I, I, I don't know how you are using your gift or developing it. But if I were you from today, I'll begin to develop. I'll begin to sharpen my skills. Because you will not appear before ordinary people. And great men do not look for ordinary people. They look for the best. You are the world best yet to be manifest. I said you are the world best yet to come to a manifestation in the name of Jesus. If I were you, I will begin to put and activate my gift. I'll begin to put some research into it. I'll begin to learn. I'll begin to, to advance my skills. Hallelujah. And once you're advancing your skills, once you're advancing your gift, once you are putting your gift into you, somebody is getting ready for your beckoning in the name of Jesus. Oh, God knows how to cause a, a, a spirit to torment somebody. God knows how to remove somebody from an office and place you there. And I see Joseph Kapayakata. Joseph gifting, making room for him before Pharaoh. And he appears before Pharaoh and he begins to tell Pharaoh his own job description. And Pharaoh looked unto Joseph and said, since the spirit of God is in you, I have not found a man or a woman in our city with such ability and unchanged. Will you be that person? But where was he before? He was in jail. His gift of dreams interpretation. He did not withhold the gift. He did not say, I interpreted for the baker. And they forgot about me. So if the king need my gift, I'm going to hold it till I am released from prison. Beloved, he used the gift to bless the Pharaoh. And the Pharaoh said, we have not found a man with such wisdom and ability to handle this position. Will you be that person? Beloved, I pray this month may you be sought after in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, rise up onto your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, find me a man. Find me a man. Hallelujah. So, find me a man. One of the young men said, behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skillful musician he is not ordinary musician he is skillful he said not ordinary person but he said that we have found a, a Bethlehem the son of Jesse praise God who is a skillful musician a brave and competent warrior the world is not looking for novices amen so whatever 
you your hands find to do, do it with your best ability. Go far and above. When you are cleaning, don't just clean. Remove the doormat and clean under. I mean, pull the chair and clean. Don't just go beyond and above. So the Bible says, eloquent, competent in what he does. But he was doing it in the bush where nobody saw him. You find many great people, they don't become just great in the spare of the moment. They have been isolated. They isolate themselves. They have been lonely. And they are challenging their ability. They are challenging their gift. They are putting it. They are doing it. It's not working. They don't give up. They practice until they succeed. Beloved, we've got to develop. We've got to sharpen our skills. Our talent. That was given to us by the laying off of hands. Say, for each one of us, we have received a measure. That's why the Bible talks about the indescribable gift. I mean, you cannot describe it. It is so wonderful. It is so powerful. That is what God has placed in you. So he said, thank God. Sometimes you say that I don't have anything. But you don't know how much investment God has placed in you. Say, David is not just skillful, but he's competent. Amen. So Saul sent messenger to Jesse and said, send me David your son. He was competent with the sheep in the bush. Do you think we will bring him to the palace? He will not perform. That was what he was made for. But he used the bush to practice where he's going. Beloved, where you are right now is not your final destination. If you not trivialize where you are right now, if you put to use your gifts and ability, some of you are waiting for us to become 20,000 strong congregation. You are waiting for us to have our own editorial before you, you bring your IT skills, before you bring your voice, before you bring your teaching skills, before you bring your drama skills. Whilst we are still here in Red Sound, make sure you exercise those giftings in the name of Jesus. He said, bring David unto me. Among all of his brothers, none of them has been to the palace. But David. And it was not his handsomeness. It was how he skillfully handles the harp. That brought him. In fact, it introduced David to his next level. You didn't catch that. That That introduced David to the palace. How the portals of the palace, how engagements are done in the palace, how protocol goes in the palace. So when it comes for him to be on the throne of Israel, he already knows how the palace operates. And it begins with a skillful handle of a house. Something many of us will trivialize. Don't neglect the gift that is in you. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray as we bring the service to a close. Maybe you have trivialized your giftings for far too long. 
I don't know what would have happened to David if he had not been introduced to the palace. But it was his gift that introduced him to the palace before he took over the palace. Many of you are destined for the palace, but it appears now you are in the bush, tending the sheep. Nobody sees you. Nobody notices you. Nobody gives you recognition. And you withhold your giftings. Nobody noticed David. No, what, I mean, the sheep could not say, oh, David, that is awesome. That is fantastic. How did you change that key? No. But he continued to play irrespective. And God, who had placed the gift, knew when he would require that gift to appear before great men. May you appear before great men and great women. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Did you receive something for today? Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Amen. And bless the name of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless your people. Increase them on every side. Let them find favor. Let your hand be upon them. Royalties and inheritance unto them. In the mighty name of Jesus. May as they develop and sharpen their gifts, may you call for them this week and the week beyond. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you and prosper your week in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord favor you and prosper your endeavors. Hallelujah. May you be sought after this month in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Find out more at breadoflifeministries.org.uk